Even a year ago, most people were expecting that the pandemic would be over by Christmas. It was only a relatively small number of us that expected it to get worse, not better. But what of the coming 12 months? Will 2022 be worse still than 2021? Who will be allowed round for Christmas, if anyone? Will sanity be restored, or are we doomed to a world ruled by a technocratic elite? I'm Nick Elliott, I'm here with my brother Andrew, and we'd like to welcome you to this special presentation of the Sounding Board podcast. Make sure you visit us at soundingboard.com, rate, review and share this podcast with your friends and family, and join the debate on our Telegram channel by going to t.me forward slash soundingboard. It's great to have you with us. Now that's a really interesting question. I'm, I'm trying to work out exactly where we were 12 months ago. Um, we were... Oh, okay, in the middle of summer, coming mid- out yeah, of most... Or had we, a decent had, amount of restrictions. Had we, had we come out of basically everything by now, a year ago? But masks were But masks out. weren't in yet. Is that is that where we were? Yeah, so we we'd, were we'd, we'd ended a lot of the lockdown. Obviously, nightclubs were still, uh, were still locked down. Uh, but most things had opened up. Um, there was the still with things like social distancing and the stupid. You know, sure, was there that eat, eat out to help out? Was that was that around oh, this time? That was August. I think that was around this time. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. We made use of that. So so restaurants were yeah kind of open yeah um, you know places were eating outside. I think I remember going to Starbucks again and picking up a coffee or saw some. Well, there was shop. it was pubs opening, it was cafes opening, it was stuff like that. Sure, and masks weren't in until September, October, so, was it? Well, you it famously claimed that they'd be gone by October, so I, I think so. They, I think they came in sooner than that. But anyway, so how 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 long did we how long did we have where you could go to a restaurant without a mask? Or did masks come in about the same time? Well, I don't I don't or, remember or doing eat out to help out and needing to wear a mask. But having said but that, you weren't wearing the, them anyway. No, but no, but I was getting challenged and I. I'll tell you what. Did you eat outside? No, you didn't need them to walk through a restaurant. They changed that. They brought that in later. So you needed them to go into shops. So I was being challenged. I'm thinking now of my holiday. So I've just come back from Cornwall. We went to Cornwall this time last year. And um, I was getting challenged to going in every shop. and just saying, no, sod off. And we weren't challenged in restaurants because I don't think they said... That that stupid thing where the virus knows whether you're standing up or walking around or going to the toilet. I don't think that had come in. So right. I, I don't think you needed it when you were going into restaurants and takeaway places and stuff like that. And then they brought that that extra level of stupidity in. So that's where we were a year ago. Yeah, I, mean, I saw. So I, I, Julie and I went to we went to a restaurant um, at the weekend, not to eat. It was someone's birthday party. Okay, they'd, they'd hired the place out. Uh, but they still had the, the signs there about masks. I mean, obviously, yeah, it was a birthday party. People people weren't wearing them. But as a standard restaurant, they kind of had this sign on the door saying something like, you must wear a mask if you're not sitting down. Um, so Julie in her wheelchair, she's like, well, I'm fine. <laughs> it obviously doesn't operate at this level. Um, but yeah, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, that was literally the rule. Get you stand up, wear a mask. Right. So because she Madness. was she was sitting down even if she wanted to go to the toilet, then sure. she she was fine. Full time wheelchair user, sitting down all the time. That's it. You know, never never yeah. needs to wear a mask. Yeah. I mean interestingly, um I mean I wasn't sure whether very, very small people 
<laughs> you know, if you were, if you're like four feet tall, would the you? The hobbits of this world. Yeah, would you have to? You know, would would Sarkozy and people have to stop? Wear? Stop trying to put logic on what they're talking about. In in the little shops, in the little towns and villages that we went to in uh, in Cornwall, so we stayed near uh, Newquay. Um, so lots of lovely little places all around there. Went to Port Isaac, went to Tintagel and all these places. Lovely. And they all had signs. I mean, it, it varied. It did vary. But there were so many places which had signs in the window that were basically saying, I know they've changed the law, but you're going to wear a sodding mask in here. It was, it was really quite bad. I mean, the, the number of people masking in general has definitely gone down and um even going into a supermarket so went to it went into a morrison's fairly early in the week to get some supplies wasn't that busy and there was probably only about sadly only about 10 percent of people not wearing masks i went later in the week at like a proper peak time the place was rammed 50 50 that's pretty good. So I've been, yes. I've, I've been to a few. I've been to Waitrose a couple of times, and I've popped to the little Tesco's down the road a couple of times as well. And it seems to be that more people are going maskless. So it's still, into, it's still not amazing. You know, no. I've never had it as much. But as it 50, feels so much more comfortable when there's more than just you. Around. Sure, and the staff don't have to wear them now. You know, it makes a difference. Yeah. So I went into our little local Tesco for the first time this year. Right. I've not been there um, since they went mask Nazi and started wearing body cams and things like this. I mean, they're not now, um, but I don't think there was a single person in there until I until I left. There was someone I saw someone come in with a mask right. on. Um, so that was that was pleasing to see. Um, but it's interesting the tone on some of the signs on some of these Cornish shops. Well, the Tesco's they don't they don't have a sign as you're walking in, but there's one before that that says "Let's be on Let's the be safe on the safe side." side. That is the stupidest phrase, though, isn't it? Yeah. But there were the ones in Cornwall. There was like the, clearly someone had you know printed off the same thing and and adopted it in a number of different shops, and it was we we welcome the change in legislation on the nineteenth. I'm sensing a but or a however. Oh, totally, totally. But you know, in order to keep our staff safe, we need you to wear a mask. You know, a longer form of words than that. But it was just ridiculous. So wanted to get, I mean, I'm in Cornwall. I'm on holiday. I want some clotted cream fudge. Okay. As is the law. Exactly. Going down there. Best, exactly. best on earth. Clotted cream fudge, clotted cream ice cream, clotted cream everything. Uh, so I saw from a distance what I mistakenly thought was a shop called Rolf's Fudge Pantry. It, it wasn't Rolf. It was Rolly's Fudge Pantry. Right. Rolf's Fudge Pantry would have been a bit of a problematic name, I think. But went to Rolly's Fudge Pantry. I'm, I'm not going to do any more gags, isn't it? No. We packed in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's a tiny shop. Tiny shop, two counters, smaller than this room. Yeah. And the staff are behind screens with no masks on. Okay. And I go in there, and I'm in there. I'm standing right in the middle. Caroline's behind me. No, 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 no! You can't, you can't come in. You can't come in. It's only one household at a time. You, you've got to come in while these guys are in here. It's like, well, I'm already in here now. So is the damage done? 
But no, go, no, go, go, queue out, queue outside, queue outside, way outside, way outside. Fine. So I'll wait for the families already in there to faff around. Then we, then we come in. Oh, uh, uh, hand sanitizer, use that hand sanitizer over there, use that hand sanitizer. Like, it was it was it was stupid. It was daft. So you know, made made it look like we were rubbing our hands together over in the corner. Well, I would have asked them how long do their germs oh. linger before they can. It's bearing in mind that these were people who were about to physically handle. They'd already made the food I was going to eat. I mean, did they expect me to be putting something back in here? You know, they're the ones that are giving me something, putting it in a bag, and I'm you know, I'm leaving with it. And in, you know, so I made sure I paid in cash. <laughs> <laughs> I paid in cash everywhere. Great fun. I'm 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 getting much more into cash again. Um, I've been I've been I've been adopting all manner of digital forms of payment. You know, swiping your phone, all this kind of stuff, um, so I can take less and less stuff out with me. But you can but troll I have, people with cash. I have completely gone about face. Okay, I now like going out without my phone. I like or or I have it turned off. I like going out with cash. Um, yeah, it's it's fantastic. Handing someone a, some, sometimes people literally don't know what to do with it. Drop them a twenty pound note. I've got to handle it now. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so so still some nonsense. You should blow your nose with it first. Or <laughs> cough into, cough it, into it and then hand it over. So there was still some nonsense, but um, I mean the queues outside. There were next to the fudge shop were two different Cornish pasty shops in. Was it Port Isaac we're at? Or I can't remember. Um, uh, and and they had queues like with 50 people each queuing queuing in opposite directions trying to get to these shops. No social distancing at all. On one of the streets, we had to it we were we thought we were gonna be late for a, a boat trip. So we're trying to we're trying to get through this horde of people. And I mean there you know there were the odd Person, there was the odd person wearing a mask, but this is that wasn't even one percent because there were hundreds of people, and you're cheek by jowl, and you're obviously outside, whatever. But no one, no one actually cares about it. There's, I, I saw it again. I remember rewinding again back to 2020, rewinding to before this point, so kind of May time when the uh, the, the the protests and stuff, all the Black Lives Matter stuff started kicking off yeah uh, my immediate reaction to seeing all these people on the streets in London was it's over the in quotes the people people in general now realize it's not that dangerous because otherwise they wouldn't be out there on the streets together well and they, they would have been dropping like flies two weeks later and exactly at the very least they'd have been dropping like flies and it, it felt exactly the same thing again so when people were donning a mask to go into a shop, or, you know, they're queuing outside, <laughs> not socially distanced, but queuing inside socially distanced. It's just all stupid. But you know they're just doing it because of the, you know, because of the rules. Not because of the virus. So, in, in that respect, that's, that's positive. But the fact that they kept it going for this long, that people are quite willing to follow the rules, means that they'll just institute them again. Yeah, I think, I think... People are stupid enough to do whatever they're, whatever told. they're told. Whatever they're told. So if the rules came back in tomorrow, yep. that we're really sorry, this Delta variant is more virulent than we imagined, and vaccinated people are still spreading it, and you all need to lock down and wear masks again. People just nod their heads and get on with it. Yeah. 
do I think that's going to happen? Because the question was, where are we going to? Where are we going to be in the well, next? Well, so yeah, 12 are months? we going to return in, in, within twelve months? Are we going to be back to sanity? We've, okay, so we've never been sanity. We've never been close to sanity in my lifetime, let alone. Are so we going define, to be back to twenty nineteen? Define sanity, twenty nineteen. Um, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think there's still going to be places. It's still going to be fashionable to wear a mask for a few years. I think. Well, you're saying fashionable. This it's like you're almost talking there, like there's a, a social remnant of, yes, what, of what's sure, going on. Sure. I don't think it'll be that at all. I think it'll be law. I think it's coming back. I think. I think any. <laughs> the moment that Boris Johnson said it would be irreversible, meant that it was coming back in. I don't think it's you know, twelve months time. Summer next year. So we're not talking winter this year. We're talking summer again. You think they're going to make us wear masks and have a lockdown again over next summer? No, I think it'll be similar again to now. I'm saying we're not done with this cycle. I, I okay. The, 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 I don't think the question is that specific. I don't think it's about are we going to have a similar summer next year as we have to this year. I think it's about are we coming out the end of this because the alternative put was are we going to end up in you know being run by the technocratic elite and you know fourth industrial revolution. So are, are we are we heading? down a more horrible path. Well, we're already there. We're already given a lot of unpleasant people some really, really useful information of just how much they can get away with, just how yes. much people will do with zero evidence, no common sense. So they, this is coming back. They will do this for so your view, probably climate change that other viruses might come along. The only reason they wouldn't do it is if the currency collapses or something, something huge like that, I think. I, I, I can't you, that's I, an interesting point you bring up there I, about currency collapse because you don't think that will help them usher in some new reserve currency based on blockchain backed by gold that allows them to, you know, Bitcoin. If it's backed by gold, then that's that's one thing. Um, gold in the vault of the Bank of England. Yeah, I don't think I don't think there's going to be anything back. I don't think the plan is to do anything backed by gold. If the currency collapses, I. Th- that will probably make. Oh, I'm hoping it will make more people think. Hang on a second, this could have absolutely been avoided. I could be. I could be a pipe dream. But some something big like that might might make people wake up. Okay, but if the government controlled the money, but digitally, that's not a good thing. It does that already. What's the difference? Well, how about you know tokens that expire, that you can only spend in certain places, that they can cancel at any time, personally of your stuff so you've got money in a in quotes wallet um but we don't like you anymore so we'll put a pause on that take it away or you know energy credits you only get to you only get to use or we'll give you your salary but then it expires after after a month so you have to spend it now but only on these things (laughs) you get this amount for food you get this amount like no seriously i mean i'm going further and further and further there but that's the point if they can if they control it then they control whatever you do you don't think that'll make people wake up a little bit? Right, so you, you, you come back to this a lot. In the last few weeks, you've, you've come you've repeatedly to the idea that you think if it gets worse... I, I don't know whether you're saying this over a particular time frame, maybe. Maybe it has to get worse quickly for this to happen. Because th- think... the boiling a frog thing is a, is a sure. total so thing. When I, you're, you're referring back to the what's worse game when I said... I think I said... Jeremy Corbyn would be better than Long Matt term. Hancock yeah. as, a, as a prime minister because Matt Hancock will be the boiling of the frog. Yeah. Jeremy Corbyn would drop off a cliff. Yeah. If you get this dropping off the cliff, I think that will 
make people wake up and if suddenly they can't they can't save which is what you're saying you're no longer allowed to save you've got to spend your salary yeah. in a certain amount of time yeah people will be investing in other currencies whether they are you know bitcoin or other cryptocurrencies or just precious metals or just another currency us dollars or whatever and unless unless the whole world does it in, in which case i still think people well, i'm hoping people would wake up at that point i could be wrong i've been proven <laughs> wrong with how dumb people have been over the last 18 months so i'm not saying i'm right on this but you know something like that your money is no longer your own and we will yeah. take it away from you in a month or six months or whatever yeah. the arbitrary figure is that should there's, there's so much debt in the country that what we all need to do is come together uh and if we offset all that debt with all of the property that you own uh then uh, then we can we can wipe that out and everyone's on a level playing field so the state will own your house and your land now because uh, that'll offset all the debt that there's been but don't worry <laughs> i'm sure that's what they'll say these are the kinds of things that i that i genuinely fear for because we, we I, talked I, about the fact that we, we don't really have private property in this country. We don't, but people still think that an Englishman's home is his castle. And if they start saying, "Right, we're taking your house," yeah, working class people are not going to. Are not going to. People who've saved up for years and have only just, you know, have, have, have finally managed to. Yeah, they to were buy quite happy with them telling them how many people they're allowed in their house, whether or not they really even had to leave their house. I'm not saying That's, there aren't. That is a line. There's that a significant it. difference between saying you can't go out your house and your house is mine I that's agree. like the difference between getting punched and getting murdered yeah it, it, it's it's definitely a difference i i i suppose i just want to want to put out these extreme ideas to see see what your reaction is and see whether you think we're heading in those directions whether whether they're the kinds of things that they're, they they're, they hope we'll they are get trying to, to get yes. us in that direction for sure and so they hint at it but is it is it where we're going? One, well, so, okay, there are two questions here. I guess one of the questions is, is that where we're going? And it certainly seems like it. The second question is, are people going to put up with it? Yeah. And you can you can boil a frog, so you can gradually yeah. well, push it's, people. It's been happening. And in fact, it's been happening at a pace. I, it's been happening at a pace that I thought would have been fast enough for people to push back on, but, it, but they haven't. Now, that's been the big wake-up call for me, I thought these kinds of authoritarian land grabs would have had a much bigger pushback, and they haven't, just because they've said it's a virus. I mean, There's the fear thing there, though. So people are genuinely afraid of the virus. But yeah, I just said before that they were taking to the streets, and you know, and there were people not socially distant in Cornwall on the streets and wherever. It, there's this weird, and I know all cognitive dissonance is weird. But there is this weird thing where it's like Schrodinger's virus. It's the worst, and yet they don't care. Sure, but you have to, in order for there to be cognitive cognitive dissonance, there needs to be those two opposing thoughts in your brain. One of them is yeah. the virus is deadly. The yeah. other one is Black Lives Matter protests are fine, and I'm and I'm going to be okay. There's a, there's there's obviously there's a conflict there, and and there's there's cognitive dissonance. When you're talking about the government saying we need to equalise all the debt, what am I afraid of? As, a, as, a, as, a, as an individual, as a human being, as a, as a, as a dad, as a family owner, you know, as, a, as a, the owner of a house, owner of a business, who, you know, who perhaps, you know, pe- people our age who've got mortgages but have got a certain amount of equity, um, what am I afraid of? You know, I'm, I'm not in debt overall. 
Why, so why, why, was, why would I? Why would I do that? If why would a, I do that? If there was a so-called cyber attack, real or otherwise, that happened to attack the financial system, and we're know, talking wipe, Fight Club, wiped out. Yeah, wiped out. Absolutely right. Wiped out people's bank accounts. So the government had to step in. When you say had to step in, well, the government would step in and say, "Don't worry, we'll start." You know. You, you can all have, it'll only take a few days, we've been working on something anyway, and you know, you can get your Bitcoin, and we'll pay you, don't worry, we'll sort, we'll sort this out. And then you'll be like, yeah, we're, we're working with the retailers, we'll, we'll make sure we get you food. But you know, this is all the fault of the Chinese and the Russians with their, with their attacks and all this kind of stuff. They've declared, in fact they do, you know, we take this as an act of war, but don't worry, this is Britain, we're going to look after you. The state will look after you. You th- you think people won't? I mean, I, I I think that is just absolutely bonkers that people wouldn't see through that. But they didn't see through this. I think this is my concern. These are my wildest dream stuff. But there's a significant part of me. But that's like smell the cheese <laughs> and then punching them in the face. You know, you do, that that's, is, but you're just describing 2020 and 2021. No, right I don't think so. I don't think so. Why is it different? Well, because it's a lot easier to sell a deadly virus than it is to sell, I'm going to take your house. Stay in your house for three weeks. Right, right, and okay, it obviously gets okay, extended. Right. There's a bit of frog boiling there. It's a lot easier to sell because you might die. Right, how about you've got no money anymore? Everything you know about putting money in a bank most gone people, over Most now. people don't have money anyway. How many people have savings? We're talking... We're talking... In, in, people... We've just talked about how we pay for things. Sure. I think I, I, I could be wrong on this. I think most people pay for things by swiping a card. Yes. Not with cash. Yes. Other than people. you. Yeah. So you suddenly, and people do that daily. People are buying things daily. Like that. You can't do it. Okay. Money's but, gone. But what have you lost? Okay. How many, how many people are living, you know, you lost one pay to buy food? Hang on. Hang on. How many people are living one paycheck to a time? Most people, most I would people. say. Most you know, if, if you don't get your yeah. one paycheck, that's it. Yeah. So the most you've got in the bank is one paycheck's worth. If everything's wiped out, I don't have my one paycheck, but I've got my house now. Yeah, but if, if, if you haven't got any money to, to spend on food that day because you need food, what do you do? You're going to be in fear. Sure, but the, so you think the government... Okay, in that situation... If the government says, it's okay, we'll sort out your food, but we'll have your house, people are going to go, uh, I'm not, oh, I'm not okay. Linking, I'm not linking those things together. I wasn't saying that that was an excuse to take to take the houses. I was saying that was an excuse to bring in um, a new currency, a new digital currency that they control. I'm not bundling all these things together specifically. So we've been hacked, therefore we're going to go more digital, yeah. is the argument. Because it's... Because got government firewalls and everything's fine. Don't worry, we're we're. So you didn't have government firewalls over the already digital currency that you currently have. Sorry, what do you mean? Currency is already digital, completely. Like you say, no, no, but these these are the banks that got hacked, Andy. Well, the government firewall wasn't around the banks, unless you want us to take over the banks. Either way, the state's got to step in. Uh, I don't think. I think people. I don't think. I'm praying people aren't that stupid. As I say, I mean that really is, is Emperor's New Clothes stuff. 
again, I'll refer you to 2020 and 2020. Yeah, but people have people would have to have done a lot of research to to get to where we are to actually find out that you know you and I researched and found out that people were you know the only people that were dying were old. They weren't telling us that on mean, the news. When you say researched, I knew that in March. Yes, so did I. Before the lockdown. Because even the data on mainstream media... people aren't like you and I. But even the data in mainstream media coming out of Italy was showing that young people weren't dying. And and even the data coming out of China, such as it was, was showing that only old people and people who were ill... But you were looking at the data. People who just watched the BBC or Sky News and just listened to what was said, it was, it's an indiscriminate virus, we don't know how bad it is, people are lying flat in Wuhan. All I'm saying is, can't you apply that same technique to something else in order to grab more power. You can, but I think that's just you think too vi- obvious. You think viruses, you think they finally struck on this unique opportunity. They finally struck gold on the, on the one thing that works on No, humanity. I just think saying that we've got this new money supply and, and that's too stupid. I don't think virus is necessarily the only thing they could do. They could do it with some fake war or you know other things there could be other threats that they could create but i don't think you know banks being hacked is you know okay 2008 in living memory and not you know in living memory for you know 15 year olds you know the banks were, were, were going going under and they spent hundreds of billions bailing them out yeah so if you've got these new whizzy firewalls then all that money remember all that money you bailed out in on the banks 12 years ago, however long it was, you do that for us now because we have no money and you can put your new firewalls around the banks, but, you know, but you're not going to... People will just, just see it as, as, oh, yeah, yeah, we've been hacked, but it just so happens we've got this currency lined up for you that we can, we can have. That's just too much of a coincidence. It just so happens we were going to launch this next week, but you know what? We've been hacked. But isn't it lucky? Isn't it lucky that we've got this new Britcoin? What, a bit like having brand new vaccine technology so quickly they were talking about vaccines in april last year sure of course they were that's a massive money spinner why would they not talk about the cure we've got this deadly pandemic big up until that point up until that point vaccines took 10 15 20 years to develop for something sure suddenly we might have one by the end of the year sure it's a golden opportunity to just get it get it through because they've actually been working on this stuff for years and years and years for for this virus. But there's one thing. There's one thing talking about a, a vaccine to a virus that we're going to get in eight months' time. There's another thing saying we've miraculously got this new Bitcoin that you can use tomorrow. Yeah, but they right. Okay. Do you deny that it's all they've already talked about this currency on this coin? Sure. So they're getting in out there. They're talking about it now. It's been dropped in the media. This isn't the media doing the journalistic job and trying and finding something out and reporting it. That has been pushed. It's right. It's now time for you to start talking about this because we're going to bring it in in future. We need everyone to have understood that it exists. So I'm saying the gra- they're laying the groundwork for a replacement anyway. You can't deny that. I'm not denying that. I'm just saying that the I'm saying that the way to bring it in is through a crisis. I mean, maybe we shouldn't talk about the, too much about the specifics of what that crisis will look like, but they've shown that they can bring in draconian measures through a crisis. There are other crises that they, well, 
the, the dark part of me says there are other crises that they've got ready that they're planning in order to bring in stuff that's even worse. Yeah, I've, I've no doubt. I've no doubt of that. You think that one they see through, people would see through? I think, yeah, the more people, the more of these crises that, that, that happen that aren't real crises, like coronavirus, like... So you are, th- you are in general, you're quite white-pilled yes. about it. About- and this is the Michael Malice definition of white pill, which is that... Yes. So his, his version is, he's not saying that it might not get worse before it gets better. But if you're black pill, that means you think there is literally no hope and nothing we nothing we ever do can, can we cannot win. I'm not there. Yeah. And you only have to look at okay, look, vaccines in America, what, fifty percent? Biggest yeah. propaganda campaign in, in history. You know, you've got this deadly the supposedly deadly virus, you've got a free vaccine, and people are still going, Yeah, you know what, no. Only fifty percent. So that's but, but that's now a huge white. But now pill. they're starting to bring in now they're Certainly, the federal administration is starting to talk about bringing in now the the draconian stuff, the the passports and and everything else to try and force people. They've, of course, yeah, but half the country don't want that. Yeah, and that's got to be a white pill. I mean, that's if, if half if half the country if half the country don't want this vaccine when it should be the easiest thing to sell on earth, and you look at that as a as a glass half empty, then you might be black pilled. Right. I mean, America's a bit different, but I know it's all I know it's all linked. But when you talk about currencies and that kind of thing, yeah, I, in order for that to work, the whole world would would have to kind of move in that direction, including America, which is the world's reserve currency. So if they don't do it, yeah, we're we're not we're going to struggle. It's going to be a bit like it's it's you know you can you can do things with currencies, but it's a bit like. National socialism versus international socialism. You know, everyone's an international socialist until they realise that they can't. It just it doesn't work unless the whole world does it. In which case, we have to have these borders around. Then you kind of become really insular and stuff. And if we want to kind so of the keep, idea starts big, but actually starts getting smaller when you realise you haven't got the control you need. Yes, but if we want to, oh, yeah, and then and then, and then it gets abandoned. You know, because it never works, then it gets abandoned. You have to go back to using proper money and that kind of stuff. It's going to be exactly the same. And if we if we want to do this, we're going to suddenly realise we can't train with the rest of the world because our currency is no longer trusted. And then China, you know, the, the Chinese currency, the yen or whatever, will um, that's the Japanese currency. It's the yuan. Sorry, sorry. Be. That's, uh, um, that will become the. I mean that may well become the world's reserve currency. Yeah. Um, you know, in the in the not too distant future. Let's let's stop talking about money. Let's stop talking about that as a potential crisis. Let's talk in more. Nobody's general ever going to ask us another question after after, <laughs> after that this. rant. Um, let's talk. I want to talk about something different. I want to talk about whether. I mean, that was a that was a proper dark. Down the rabbit hole type. I was try- I was desperately trying to pull you out of that well that you, that you jumped into. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about some other stuff. I want to talk about treatments for COVID versus the vaccine. Okay. Or okay. I'll, just to stop you there, COVID or SARS-CoV two? Because this has been. I am. I know. It this has you. been I winding know, me up. I know it does. Partly why I said it. I know, but I use it in the same way as the word lockdown to mean all manner of restrictions. Yeah, but you're not, not doing you're not your doing house. yourself a favour by using COVID to talk about SARS-CoV-2. But you need to. No, I'm talking. I'm talking COVID. 
I am talking COVID. I'm talking about preventing serious illness. Right. I'm because... not talking about killing the virus specifically. I'm talking about I'm talking about stopping people from getting sick. Right. That's why I asked, because I'm not sure whether you're trolling me. <laughs> and when you say COVID, you mean SARS-CoV-2, because there are treatments I'll say COVID to mean anything relating to COVID. Like everyone does. But you, yeah, but you're playing their game then. Well, so you are if you say the word Delta, if you say Delta variant. Look, with the, the lingo is here. It's like saying no deal when you're talking about I only Brexit. used the word Delta variant when I was being the government. <laughs> when I was giving my government spiel. Government, that, government voice on. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. Obviously, we know that there are treatments out there. And not just one. Uh, this is the... The treatment for this disease involves multiple different drug treatments um, in order to get you know to get you well. There are there are also um, ones specifically ivermectin that um, that can be used um, as a preventative as well. Um, and so and it, and in fact, it's even shown promise um, treating people with so-called long COVID symptoms as well. So it can help you stop getting it. It can help you get over it while you got it and it can help you get over it if you've had it yeah and so that's pretty to split them up as well because just going back to what i just said so you've got the virus sars-cov-2 yep. that can then occasionally if you've got a lung disorder or you're very very old you're generally not very fit like boris johnson that can develop into covid19 yep. which is the disease yeah at that point it's not the virus that's killing you it's no. it's the inflammation in your lungs yes it works for that as well. So not, so not only does it work as a prophylactic, as a yep. preventive measure, it helps you if you've got SARS-CoV-2. If you get it into COVID territory, it helps with that, and it helps with um, you know, post-viral fatigue afterwards. It's like four things this now, miracle drug does. Now, just to, you know, I'm just going to give a bit more context now before getting into the meat of it. Vaccines. Now, you and I, I mean, I've been, I've been saying this right from the word go, it's not a vaccine. Yeah, and again, there are multiple manufacturers making slightly different things, and whether it's RNA or DNA and whatever lipid particle it's in, and whatever. I'm not going to go into the detail of that, but the point is, by 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 reasonable definitions, or certainly up to definitions up until twenty twenty, these aren't vaccines. They've certainly never been used as vaccines. This type of gene therapy. Um, so even you say this is experimental gene therapy, which is kind of my line for a, for a long time. But the the, even the US Patent Office has rejected gene therapy based, in quotes, vaccines and said you can't call it. Even Fauci himself put forward a, a vaccine for a different virus years ago and it got rejected because they said it doesn't stop you getting it and it doesn't stop you passing it on. So we can't call it a vaccine. They even went further. This is what I like about this. They even went further and said, just because it provokes an immune response doesn't mean you can call it a vaccine. Okay. And, it, and that, that is precisely what's happening now. We've got these things. They're called vaccines. We could walk for one minute in a couple of directions and see signs on the streets around here saying COVID-19 vaccination centre with arrows all over the place because we happen to live near one, which is very annoying. But that word vaccination and vaccine, it's used for all of these things. Yet, don't know about you, but when I got the polio vaccine, I then didn't, and I don't know anyone else who's had the polio vaccine, that's then gone on to either get polio 
or pass it on to anyone else. Yeah? Because... Polio vaccines work. Because it's a proper vaccine. I I now know of someone very specifically that um, has been double-jabbed and has now, in quotes, got COVID. Okay? Actually, okay, you've just reminded me. Okay, and we're, we're probably... We're about half an hour into this podcast now. Um, so I was supposed to tell you um, that I was in contact with someone who has SARS-CoV-2. Uh, oh, this is a friend of yours, friend, Julie, friend Julie of, told me. Oh, she has, right. Yeah, yeah I was supposed to tell you and, and to, to ask whether you wanted me to still come around or not, in case I have it. That's quite amusing. Um, I don't think I do. Well... Um, Julie, your your lovely wife didn't specifically deliver that message in that way, but um, we've been talking about ivermectin and how to get hold right. of it. Ah, uh, of course, um, of course. And uh, and so she she mentioned uh, she asked she asked if I still had any um, lateral flow tests. Right. Because uh, obviously I did that stuff where I was testing household items. <laughs> um, but uh, I said to her, hey, there's, "There's no point in in doing a test. There's just just no point at all." Um, but I asked after after your friend um so i look i'm not i'm not scared of this virus i've been i've been in contact with it so many times now and i've not had any remote reaction whatsoever it, it certainly now when it comes to the indian variant it we're in common cold territory now mm. i mean it, it's it whether it, it it would it would have naturally happened this quickly or whether actually the lockdown measures or the the vaccines or whatever have forced it to uh, mutate in this way. This particular strain, and I'm going to use these words. I'm going to use the word strain. I, I the, the word variant, yeah? That was picked. No one's ever called variants before. They're strains, That's because they? it sounds too much like deviant. Exactly. Exactly. That, that, and that I was going to say to you, it's the word deviant that oh, I for think. For sure. It, yeah. It's somehow a bit scarier, isn't it? Variant. Yeah. Um we're at the point now which just it just causes the sniffles. Hmm. But Unless, we, would, we wouldn't have been there. If people would have got the original one and have got immunity, um, I think we'd have had herd immunity by now and oh, we wouldn't, we wouldn't okay. have issues at completely. all. Right. She has a cold, by the way. So she she's... Um, and she's, she's great. No, 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 no. My, my friend. Yes. Um, hasn't been vaccinated. Isn't going to get vacci- vaccinated. Oh, good, um, good. Because that's my... Doesn't believe any of this. Concern. Doesn't believe any of this rubbish. Um, she, uh, yeah, I saw her when she had. She thought she had a bit of a cold. This was last Wednesday, mm. um, and we were in like a, a room smaller than this for like an hour and a half. Um, and uh, and then I get like a text on the weekend saying I've um, uh, I've got symptoms. SARS, yeah. yeah, I've got the kind of SARS symptoms. Um, uh, I've uh, I've had five positive lateral flow tests just to make sure. And she just had a PCR because she so she she. She deals with people at work, so she has to. You know, she's going to have to just isolate until she she feels better. Oh, but why did she test? Why didn't she just isolate until she felt better? I don't know. I, I, that's why I'm trying to get this message across. To yeah, yeah I've, I've been saying don't the same thing. Test. Don't do anything. If you feel ill and you don't want to pass it on to someone, don't go out until you're better. And it's, it's quite simple. It's. I mean, it's definitely SARS-CoV-2 because you've got no taste and smell. So yeah. it's it's not just that she's got a cold and yeah. she's got a false positive. Yeah. She feels just like she's got a cold. Yeah. There's no, there's no hacking cough. There's nope. no difficulty to breathe. She's got a bit of a sniffle, slightly blocked up nose. Um, I think she said she had a couple of minor hot flushes, 
Um, but that, but that's it for like a day. Now um, I don't know. So the person that I'm talking about who has been vaccinated. Uh, so this is a uh, this is an old person who's been vaccinated and has now tested positive and uh, and has got symptoms, uh, although they're not. Thankfully, uh, certainly the moment, they're not they're not severe. Um, but I saw this person last week, so I, I if we were following the letter of the law here, then I would have had to say to you as well. I've been in contact with someone who has now, you know, within days developed symptoms. I mean, I could have given it to this person, yeah, or or, or they could have given it to me. Um, but that look, that's 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 yeah. where we are now. But right, and I I specifically got a text message saying. Don't worry, I haven't put you on test and trace. You're not going to get pinged. Yeah, yeah. Well, again, we've got this agreement. Sure. Um, so I wanted I wanted to talk about that. Uh, the reason I even wanted to talk about the vaccine in that way was just to show that it's pretty clear now that they don't work. Is it though? They don't stop me getting it. I don't yeah, see passing it off. Yeah, but the counterfactual, Nick, is that it would have been far worse if you had the vaccine. The same way that you get, you know, you can show people like my friend who's got it now and is absolutely fine and you have people with the vaccinated that have it worse, but there'll always be counterfactuals. So the same way that you... Forget that, forget I'm talking you and me, I'm talking you and me. We know... Yeah, but when you say something like, it's clear... Okay, it's clear to me. Right. (laughs) This is sounding board. It's It's never clear to anyone else. Anything we say on this is never clear to anyone else. They don't work. Yep, you can still get it. You can still pass it on. There are lots of unknown dangers about whether or not you'd you'd get it. You're going to get it worse by having the vaccine. That you had to have got past some dicey time for the first few weeks, where that's a known danger. Yep. I mean, there, there are also other known dangers as well. Death, death, for example. Death was in 28 days of vaccine. That's an interesting figure. But anyway. Paralysis, blindness, there are so many... Neurological, sure. nervous system, yeah, yeah, all of it, all of it. So, I spent, I, we've talked to you before about what, they'll, what they might do if they turn around and say, oh my God, vaccines don't work. And whether or not that means, so I'm talking about what happens in 12 months time again, what, you know, what, what could happen over the next year or so, what if they turn around and say, it's more serious than we thought. Even though it's now just a cold, even now it's 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 not it's not even at flu status in terms of danger. It's now at cold status. Yet they're still saying, "Oh my God, this is horrific!" And now it's clear it's evading these vaccines. So number one, does that make them pivot straight back to in quotes lockdown, the restrictions of? Stick your mask on, stick five on, don't go near anyone, stay in your house, essential shops, all of that. Is that a way for them to go to, to bring in that again? Or is it a way for them to pivot to treatment? Now, that treatment might be called, I don't know, Pfizer-Mectin <laughs> or AstraZeneca-Chloroquine <laughs> or something. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be the cheap generic one. But it might be, oh, we'll just we'll just dust this one off here, make a couple of tweaks, and therefore charge lots of money for it in order to make the money for it. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think one that will probably happen, but you and I will be blamed. The only reason that these uh, new variants 
are uh, are taking hold is because of the unvaccinated. That's what they'll say. I guarantee it. We'll, we will be blamed. How can it? How can a vac? Right. How can an unvaccinated person cause a vaccinated person to get it? Because it's still being passed around by the unvaccinated people and it's changing constantly. And because we're not vaccinated, we haven't wiped it out. Therefore, it's, 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 it's evolving all the time. But if vaccinated people can pass it on and get it, you're never going to wipe it out. Yes, but it wouldn't. They're going to say that it would, would never have got to that stage if everyone got vaccinated. If everyone got vaccinated, we would have wiped it out. But you didn't get vaccinated, therefore it's going around. What's next? Getting everyone vaccinated doesn't work. We just acknowledge that. Sure. Even even if there was this golden moment where we could have vaccinated everyone, because even um, uh, putting people on ivermectin, there's there's the idea, isn't there, that if you get everyone prophylactically on ivermectin, then you could actually wipe this virus out. Which is why they're not going to do what you're suggesting and having ivermectin or whatever. And it's, yep. it, they don't want to wipe it out. Here's a question for you. I think I think they will go to they'll probably go back to masks again. I don't think they'll go to lockdowns again that soon because the they probably know by this stage the economy can't cope with it. So I don't think You think they care about the economy? I think they care about their gravy train. Well they didn't in twenty twenty and twenty twenty one. Yeah, but only for a limited period of time. You, you think, don't think oh, we you... can yo yo in and out of this, they can just keep inventing money? You no. still you're still hoping for some kind of currency collapse or something? I'm not hoping for that. I, I think they're going to try and avoid that. So you think this was this was a one-off in terms of that big slowdown, big suppression, big economic hit? I think it was a big one-off. Let's see what we can get away with. And then we got the data and then we know just how far we can push it, maybe a little bit further next time. But we need to wait for the economy to recover, maybe just a little bit before we try it again. Right. Which has the added bonus of being psychologically really damaging yeah just when you think you're okay or oh, oh, we got through this winter or oh, we got through this summer or oh, oh, we got through this spring without a lockdown it might be and it might be in three or five years time yeah and then they but, bring uh, it but it's in. not gonna be in 12 months time right i think they'll use it to to have put more restrictions in place they'll bring back social distancing they'll probably bring back masks all this kind of Here's stuff it's a separate question for you though which is what i was that was angling for if the government uh, you're saying it wouldn't happen but bear with me with this yeah but i said masks would go didn't I? yeah exactly so, exactly if the government came out with something ivermectin-based and had a campaign similar to vaccination, get your ivermectin. Everyone needs to take, the, take, take their ivermectin. Would you take the government's ivermectin? Is it ivermectin or is it something that's been... How would you know? Well, you'd the, okay. The government doesn't make ivermectin. Okay, the government doesn't make any of this stuff. But, yeah. You know, the NHS doesn't make its own drugs, yeah. so the drugs have to come from somewhere. Yeah, the same companies that are making the vaccine at the moment, which isn't exactly good for you. Sure, but ivermectin is made around the world. Currently, if if the ivermectin was from these places that are already currently making it, then yes, I would take it. How do you know it's come from there? This is this is the the government have mobilised this just like they've mobilised for vaccines. Queue up. They're not vaccination centres anymore. They're ivermectin delivery centres. Queue up. We'll hand you your box of uh, of ivermectin every week or every month. Oh no, I'd get it. I'd get it myself. Ah, right. Because you don't don't trust what the government give you. Oh, I, don't, I wouldn't trust the government at all. Yeah, no. Because there is, I think, I mean, there is a difference with what you can consume in a pill 
to what gets injected in you. I think that's a really important point, is that your body obviously has far more natural defences to be able to break down a poison, something that's bad for you, um, if you ingest it, than if it's injected into you. You know, the the the, um, the invention of the injection has, has opened up a whole world of, of technological ways of harming someone now, as well as healing them. If, for example, they said that uh, we are nationalising all ivermectin, yep. um, you know... Then how would you get your ivermectin? I wouldn't take it. Yeah. Just in case. Because I don't need it anyway. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not bothered about ivermectin anyway because no. I've, I've, the, the, I've the been in contact with it so many times. You know, the evidence from last week suggests that I should have had it by now yep. because she had symptoms at the time yep. and we were literally in a room, you know, like a, a t- also, small um, room. Uh, you remember when the, they were shutting the classes again? That's at the end of, yeah. at the, end of um, the school term. Um, all the kids had the sniffles. People were testing positive left, right and centre. My daughter had the sniffles. I didn't get anything. In fact, I actually so I felt I felt a little bit rough on the Sunday. No, no, on the on the because I went no on the Saturday. Tell, right, tell me this is fascinating. Tell me about this. So I, and this was if I if I didn't go to the gym, I don't think I'd have known. Okay, so I'm uh, I'm I'm at the gym and I've just I've done my two sets of warm up on the bench. Okay, um, sixty kilos. I stick a plate each side, sixty kilos on the bench, and I just kind of rep out ten reps. And then, you know, have a drink. And then 30 seconds, a minute later, rep out another 10, 10 reps. And normally they're flying because it's like 60 kilos, nothing. Yeah. Um, and, but I'm thinking, oh, this is, this is not quite right. Stuck 80 kilos on, which is the next. Uh, yeah. And then got up to 80 kilos. After a couple of reps, I'm, you know, I'm thinking, God, this is, this is feeling really heavy. I don't feel, I just don't feel quite right. And yeah. I, I was on my, I was on the gym my own, didn't have a spotter, so I thought, you know what, I'm not I'm not going to risk this. Rack the weight, went on to just use machines. So at least if I drop the weight, yes, you're not going to kill yourself. I'm not going to yeah. kill myself. I'm not yeah. going to get a bar or cr- yeah, eighty kilos yeah, yeah. in my face or my neck or whatever. Yeah. And even the machines were kind of feeling a little bit, you know. Thinking, so you just felt sluggish. I'm just I'm not I'm not strong. And I had I had a decent night's sleep. I thought I'm just I'm not strong. Uh, so I ended up doing lots of sets of things like. Dips, that kind of thing, you know. So lighter weights. I mean, obviously, dips are just body weight. Yeah. Doing lots of sets of those. Um, I actually ended up going to the gym for quite a while because I kind of thought, you know, if I'm, if I'm not going to be strong, I'm going to get a huge pump. So I kind of pump my arms up and did all <laughs> sorts of like light weights and stuff afterwards, just to get, you know, to get to get a pump. But I was kind of drinking loads. I just felt, you know, I just felt like exhausted. And then the day after, I felt a little bit. I felt a little. I know. No, it was, it was that afternoon that I get this text message saying. By the way, you know, yeah, I've yeah. tested positive. Yeah. Uh, don't worry, I haven't put you on test and trace. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm just going to be staying in for a while. But just yeah. thought I'd let you know in case you develop symptoms yourself. I'm like, yeah, thanks very much. But I wonder if that's why I'm feeling a bit rough. And it wasn't until the next morning <laughs> when I kind of felt like a little bit, kind of just, just not, just like I'm fighting something off. I didn't have a sore throat. I didn't have a blocked yeah. up nose. Anything. Yeah. I just felt, you know, on the edge. I'm just again. I had another night's sleep, but I felt like I didn't. So I remember thinking, I wonder if I am fighting it off. Um, and then this morning, yeah, fine. So whether that was it, I don't know. But I'm not normally that. I mean, that was weak for me at the gym. You know, that would yeah. that would normally be an absolute doddle. So on like a, you know, an early on a Saturday afternoon where I've had like a 
a good breakfast and I'm you know had a good night's sleep and a bit of a lie in because it's Saturday normally I'd have smashed it so to not be even you know to, to, to be weak then is for me is a, so I felt it's fine, a telltale sign but another person who I was with with the person who's got it on Sunday a few days after again similar circumstances woke up didn't didn't feel right. Felt a bit achy. Felt a bit run down. All this by lunchtime, absolutely fine. <laughs> right. See, I didn't feel achy or anything because you know, so you know, when you get the flu, you get. But you know. it, 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 every, even colds and things, they, sure. they hit people. They hit you differently every time. Sometimes yeah. it's just that tickling at the back of the throat. Sometimes you just feel tired. Sometimes you just feel achy or headachy or whatever. It, it, there are all these viruses out there. Again, we've we've known right from the beginning that this was going to take this trajectory. This that the most common common cold, you know, wiped out tens of thousands of people a hundred years ago because <laughs> it was new. I just I just wish that there were like you know kind of tests for antibodies and and T cells and stuff that I could easily do because I I think you can pay for an antibody test, right? I'm but not... you might not have antibodies. It, there's more to it than that. T sure. cells certainly. Yeah. I mean, there's a company that's been trying to get a T cell test off the ground, and the government's just. <laughs> so we could try and get in touch with that yeah. company. Because I think I think I may have fought it off. Yeah. And the only way I know is because I, you know, because eighty kilos felt heavier than it should. Yeah. Which which is you know that's not and better lockdown. That's not a serious disease as far as I'm concerned. Let me <clears throat> let, let me pivot. To, to the other topic I wanted to talk about today. Because it's all, it's all related. So it's all, it's all COVID. Sorry, sorry. And, and that is... <coughs> excuse me. The uh, tweets that... Not, not have gone viral, but have you, heard of, have you heard of Copypasta? Oh, the meme. The phenomenon. Okay, what are you talking about? I'm talking about people... Copying and pasting a tweet and tweeting. Oh, okay, yeah, no. So there, there was a okay, yeah. I'm thinking there's there was a copy pasta meme years and years ago. But yeah, yeah. I, I, I see what you're saying about the the tweets that people everyone's have, are identical tweets. Sure, people posting identical tweets, identical punctuation errors, spelling mistakes, all yes. that kind of thing. Sure. Yes. You've got that. Yes. And you've got bots as well. Yeah. And so I'm sure the people who are listening understand that there are essentially automated accounts on social media twitter specifically um and and it's been it's been shown countless times uh, part of um uh you know government propaganda stuff um that you know the russians and the Chinese, obviously all the russiagate stuff it's all about you know election tampering it's all about you know pushing these messages from all these accounts to try and influence people sure now it's sometimes difficult to know what is what what's just copy pasta what what is something that someone has picked up on and a perfectly legitimate person has posted and then for whatever reasons trolling or otherwise groups of people have decided to re- repost it um or whether there are bot networks out there just posting the same stuff now i tried to find i've tried to i tried to go back over the last year and a half to find some of these tweets uh, that have been used in various ways Try and talk about what we think their motivations might be. Um, I couldn't find. Uh, there was a New York Times article, but I'm not, I'm not paying the New York Times 50p just to read it. But 
there were articles back in um, like May, June last year, uh, other publications, I couldn't find anything today, talking about the the kind of stuff that the Chinese were putting out there to try and convince Boris to specifically go into lockdown in March. And I remember seeing this stuff. Mm. I remember it being reported. I remember seeing the kind of montages of tweets saying, accusing Boris of genocide and stuff like this. Do you remember? Yeah. So, so this, this, this existed. And it's very clear that what, and there was all of this, oh yes, there was all this solidarity between Italy and China. Do you remember all that? And there was all the thank you China hashtags and all this, all this kind of stuff. So very pro-China, very pro-lockdown. Very clear what the intention was of those. But there's been some others more recently. Now this one might be, this one might be copypasta. This is the, uh, my brother has just tested positive. Oh yeah, I've seen for, that. Yeah, for sure. COVID. My brother's just tested positive for COVID. The Delta variant. He has been double jabbed. How on earth can Johnson go ahead with relaxing the rules on the nineteenth of July? It's madness at Boris Johnson, and that just appeared everywhere, didn't it? And every, I, I remember, for I, I, I will occasionally go and I, I don't, I don't post anything anymore. I'm not on my Twitter account, but I'll occasionally load a few people's feeds, and all I'm seeing is people going. Has everyone checked on their brother? <laughs> because it's like everyone's brother has got COVID. Um, so that turned into something quite funny because it's quite quite obvious. Um, but there are others. I'm sure you've been aware of some of these other ones. There's, how about this one? This is disgusting. Masks and social distancing should be in place till minimum Christmas time at the earliest. The government are clueless. The Delta variant should be taken seriously and we should go into a national lockdown to prevent it spreading. That's one. It was just everywhere. So there are three options here. Option one is it's bots or yep. some kind of automated account yep. um, that's just kind of, you know, or, or many automated accounts that are just kind of tweeting at the Prime Minister or anyone influential yep. um, just to try and, yeah, try and drum up, you know, more lockdowns, that kind of thing. Yeah. Option two is it's people deliberately copying and pasting it and they're perhaps whether there are WhatsApp groups or stuff and saying that this is a good message, get that out there. Option three is it's people like you and me trying, trying to make it look silly. Trying to make it look silly. Yeah. I'm not sure which one it is. Okay. Here's another one. Because that, that would that would be a legitimate way. If people were sending these tweets out and we you and I had an army of you know, of sounding board, you know, just just people on our telegram channel, for example, and we yeah. said Duplicate this tweet, please. You know, imagine if, if, if James Dellingpole did that with all these kind of Patreon yes. people or his, yeah. or his Telegram Thousands. channel. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, and he said, look, just he just kind of pasted a tweet in there and then everyone did it. Instantly that tweet would become one of these. I get that. But I want, I'm going to read this one again. Okay, this is another one. It happened. Just tested positive for COVID. Spent all pandemic being cautious. Oh, I remember this got one. Got swabbed often. Got two doses of the Pfizer vaccine as soon as I had the chance. Continued to mask afterwards. Wore PPE with each patient encounter. And it still happened. I am so tired. You Again, you, you, you know these. You recognise these. And I think there was like an asterisk or something in the, in the swear word that was in all it the ones as well, wasn't it? F-C-K-ing. Right. But it was... It, than yeah. It began, the, the, that was in But it. the same spelling was in everyone, sure. Right. If these are orchestrated, if these are orchestrated by a foreign government, let's say, which there's a chance, we know that Russians are Chinese, and I'm sure we do too, let alone the fact that we've got the 77th Brigade and everything else. Yeah. If these are orchestrated in order to push a political agenda, 
Is it just lockdown? I can't find any that are particularly pro-vaccine. That are particularly about you must go and get your vaccine and duplicated that many times. I'm not saying there aren't people on, on Twitter obviously saying, oh, you're all a bunch of retards, you want to get you know vaccinated, I'd lock you in a room and tie you down until you were. Yeah, there's pl plenty of idiots like that. But the stuff that's more obviously bots and things like that, I'm seeing a lot of stuff that says that the vaccines don't work like that. That said, that basically said vaccines don't work, masks don't work, I've still got COVID. That's because there are different goals here. Right, so let's talk about that. Okay, so one of the goals of Big Pharma is to make a lot of money. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think there's this, and we talked about it. Who, who was it who came up with, was it Mike Yeadon who came up with converging opportunism? Yes, great phrase. Brilliant. So there's this converging opportunism. Um, the governments in like the in the US and Britain and places and in Israel, they I think they have seen that they could get a lot of useful information by seeing if we can jab people every six months or every three months or whatever. Right. So there's this, you know, it's like a win-win. You give us a vaccine, you make a lot of money, and we get to see whether we can inject our citizens. I don't think I don't necessarily think Russia and China are interested in that. Yeah, one of the reasons because they don't have the big kind of you know the, the big pharma um, manufacturers there. Russia have Russia have got like a haven't they got a real vaccine? Oh, it might be the Chinese one actually, but even then, there's there's never been a cure for the common cold. So I I don't I just don't see how any of them are anything in particularly real. Yeah, I don't I don't know how effective it is, but we don't know how effective any of them are. Yeah, they might as well have just been injecting saline with people. There would have been less deaths and less serious adverse reactions to injecting people with air. That, probably, there would have probably been a similar number no, of thromboses. I was going to say, you inject someone with air. I said that deliberately. <laughs> there would probably be a similar, similar number of, uh, of heart problems. Depends where you inject, doesn't it? By injecting people with air. Right, I'm going to pick you up on something there. But they wouldn't, they wouldn't have been able to hide it if they were injecting people with saline. I've heard that, an, uh, that some people have been injected with a placebo. On trials and stuff. No, sure. no, 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 no. In in real life, getting getting the in quotes vaccine in order to see what works and what doesn't. But that's right. that's dark stuff, mm. which I'm going to pick you up on now. Okay, you're there saying, let's see if we can inject people every six months. Now you put two motivations to that. One was money for big pharma, and the other was governments wanting to know whether they could. How can you not take that? a lot darker with well why do they want to know whether they can inject you every six months what what's the end game there i know i'm deliberately taking you down that that rabbit hole now oh i'm not saying this is not i'm not saying they don't want to go somewhere dark i'm just saying that i think if we if they, if they go too quickly there will be a bit of an a bit of an uproar by hopefully enough people to make it count. Because we talked about this 10% number before, do you remember, where if 10% of the population get gobby about something, yeah. they can influence the rest. So if there are 10% of the population like you or I who are out there shouting about this stuff, that's possibly all we need is to start turning the tide the other way. I'm not well, saying I'm, they don't, the government and the state don't want to go down that dark road, but I'm hoping that 10% of the population will be able to put a, you know, to at least put the brakes on it a bit. I'm... I'm not sure I agree anymore with the sentiment that that ten percent is is all you need. Um, I mean, I'll I refer you to a previous podcast where I had all the stats about that. Yeah, but since then we've had millions of people on the streets 
um, and getting no traction whatsoever because no media is on is on their side. Yeah, but that's not. I don't. You don't. I, we're nowhere near ten percent. Don't you think? No. I can we're a couple of percent. Do you think? Really? That, does, that doesn't exactly. It needs to be. No, so it needs to be ten percent of the of, of people who are prepared to go on marches to have podcasts to write blog posts to get on Twitter. Like they yeah. need to be loud mouths. So not doesn't yeah. there's more than ten percent of people who don't agree with it, but we yes. need ten percent of loud mouths. That's right. the that's the figure. Right, gotcha. I have another concern. I'm going back to there. You saying there's the money and the and the opportunity for injecting people. I've been wanting to talk to you about this for a while. It, it's it's all about when I when I say injecting people, I don't mean necessarily injecting people. It's what can we get away with? We just want obedience. We want compliance. Yes, and that's one way of seeing if people will be compliant. So it's not necessarily about injecting people and sterilizing them or trying to kill people like that. They just want they just want compliance. You don't think that the right, okay, well that's an interesting one. So you don't think that there there are people in these positions that do have a depopulation agenda. Some or, pe- some people probably do and want that's... to create a more compliant society. So they you get them as obedient as you can, then you inject with something that makes them even more obedient. Again, that's like converging opportunism. Yes. In which case, some people might want that. Yep. Other people want compliance. Yeah. Let's do the injecting thing and we both get what we want. Yes. Yeah. Going back to the money, is there a danger that capitalism is blamed in one way, shape or form? Like it happens all the time. But is there a specific issue now with big pharma and the the profit motive specifically as the only reason people can think of that isn't horrifically dark and tyrannical as the reason behind this. When you look at why ivermectin has been suppressed, when you look at why the vaccines have been pushed, etc, etc. It's an easy scapegoat. Isn't it's, it? It's though? an easy scapegoat in the future. When, when, when it's proven beyond a doubt that the vaccines don't work. Yeah. One of the ways they could spin it. Well, I said one of the ways earlier is that okay, it's, it's because you lot are unvaccinated, and we would have we would have cleared it, but you you know you were you didn't bother, therefore you're selfish and and you've caused these variants. Um, another way is to uh, you know you could blame you could blame the, I've, I've said this before you could blame the previous administration and say look yeah. you know what we let those vaccines go through this is all the more reason for greater regulation and greater control of big pharma. That's another way you could do it. Another way was, uh, you know, we didn't have enough control or ownership over the... Over the um, so we have to nationalise so, the pharma industry. Yeah, so, so we have to nationalise big pharma because they they, they be saw they saw profit and they just got these vaccines out as quickly as possible and this is where capitalism leads. But, it, I mean, capitalism gets blamed for everything. Do you remember the, uh, the ocean getting set on fire recently? <laughs> well, it wasn't. But you know, you know what I mean. You saw, I know, you saw, you saw I the, know the the video you're talking about. Pemex Oil. Yeah. Okay. Uh, state-owned oh, oil companies. Because yes. wasn't there politicians blaming capitalism specifically? Oh, sure. That? Yeah, it was a state-owned. Yes. Or it was taken back into state hands or something. Pemex, Pemex Oil has uh, Pemex Oil has has been owned by or controlled by the state in Mexico all the time. Right. Um, I think there may have been the odd bit of privatisation, but they were. It's it's certainly state owned now. 
it was state-owned in the past when they had other catastrophes in the in the past and didn't uh, you know so there was for example like when when bp had uh you know had those kind of spillages uh years back a few years back to remember it's quite, quite a while uh, horizon something horizon. Can't, can't remember deep water horizon but they ended up spelling spending i think billions trying to clean it up oh, and, yeah. and and you know and sorting out the you know the the, the environment that, that yeah. they'd wrecked pemex oil had similar catastrophes probably maybe 20 years ago maybe even longer yeah did nothing absolutely nothing it's like that's it now yeah state-owned yeah. Yeah, capitalism will get blamed. Yeah. And you only need a, one of these tweets to go viral and get like 80,000 retweets and stuff. And suddenly people go, oh, yeah, that's capitalism. And, and people don't know. People just trust what they see. Yeah. They, I, I bet most people now will think that that is a, a private oil company. Yes. The truth never quite gets out there. But this no. is this is, this is is one of my concerns is that look, any any big... You put big before something, whether it's farmer or tech or, or oil or whatever, and they are—they're another arm of the government, effectively. They're—they're they're so they're so influenced by the state and vice versa. That—that uh, that is cronyism. Should we put big before media? Absolutely, because I've been trying to think of a, another way to describe it. I don't really—I don't really like—I don't or... really like legacy media. Corporate press is fantastic, but it doesn't cover the BBC. Big media. Big media. That that's what it is, isn't it? Because you 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 can't you can't describe the BBC as anything other than that, can you? Because they cover such a wide forms, you know, different forms of media, um, and and it's the largest media company in, in this country. So yeah, that that works for me. And it's like big anything is bad, isn't it? I mean, it just is. Yeah, and in, I've, I've in, just been—I've been trying to think of a, a term for it, um, like corporate, but they're not all corporate. So yeah, big, big media, big like media, it. big media, big tech, big pharma. Um, as I say, the it implies me, it implies too big, doesn't it? It does, but the, the 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 danger the danger for me is that it's just once again, let's let's just blame capitalism on this. Even the polit- the politicians can blame capitalism for this. Because oh, if only they told us about these vaccines, ignoring the fact that they're the ones who encouraged them, that approved them, it was their regulatory agencies that gave them emergency use authorization, authorization because there wasn't another form of treatment and immunity. Have you seen that meme? I can't believe it. The best memes are the ones where you go, "Well, of course," aren't they? So you've seen the ones the person getting getting injected, getting getting jabbed, saying, "Does it provide immunity?" And they're going, "Only for the manufacturers." <laughs> it's brilliant, but th- that word immunity has obviously been used a lot, saying, "Well, the, the manufacturers have immunity." It's like, the, the double meaning of it is is fantastic. Um, but yeah, you're right. That's it, it's it's only them. It's only them that were given immunity, and they they turn around. I remember um, it was one of the things that sealed it for my wife. I mean, look, we've been we've been very much not wanting to take the vaccine now for months and months and months. But early on, I'm, I'm sure you'd agree. Even 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 you know we're skeptical of of everything, and you're there going, well, I wonder whether this does work. I wonder whether this is safe. I wonder if this is as bad as I'm as I as I think it might be. My wife's in the same position. 
and then she literally sees the you know the top the head honcho of one of these these com- country companies say well there's no way we could um possibly uh, carry the can for the next four years on anything bad that could ever happen to anyone you know we couldn't well we couldn't possibly work in that, those circumstances we couldn't possibly turn a profit we couldn't possibly be held held responsible so we need that immunity it's like well how how, how am i supposed to trust that i'm going to be fine for the next Four years. Four years, you're saying that. So, yeah. They're, they're big pharma, big oil, big all of them. They're all just in the in the pockets of government. And big big media especially as well, because of all their advertising these days. Or the, the majority of their advertising is paid for by the state, isn't it? Certainly in the UK. Well, so you've got... Right, well, you described their big media as the BBC. Therefore... Well, everything at the BBC. Exactly. Exactly. They, they didn't even need to do what they've done. With the the newspapers and the other and the other media organisations, they 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 had that anyway. But and so that's the problem. The problem with big media is that it can continue to be funded. That's actually the the strength actually of being able to withdraw your funding from the BBC. You can voluntarily withdraw your funding from the BBC if you voluntarily stop buying the Daily Mail or the Telegraph or the Sun or or the Guardian. The government will still continue to fund it with their advertising spend for the tiny minority of people that still get it. Whereas actually you could wipe out the BBC. Everyone could wipe out the BBC in a month. Yeah, it never happened. <laughs> never, never happened. No, I mean even I mean if people would if people did that, then it would become a it would get bailed out. It would get it would get into regular taxation. They'd pay for it with income Do you think tax. it would be like that? Do you yep. think do you think I think I think it will that now. Do you think it would be They've already been talking nationalized about specifically? It would it would be paid for under general taxation. They've already been talking about it. Have they? Sure. There was there was they, they were under talk- what time scale? They were talking about well, I, I mean who knows now with all the COVID stuff, but they were talking about it before, you know, pre COVID. Uh, they were talking about you know, we need to look at a different model for funding the BBC. Yeah. And everyone went, Oh, finally it might be a subscription model. And no, they were they were talking about is not, general taxation. Is a subscription a Netflix style not even on the table? I don't think so. Because Be- I honestly because think... Because people wouldn't buy it. No, I think they would. No, no, I disagree with you entirely. I think if they turned it to a subscription model, then the vast majority of people would still get it. These are people that trust it, that love it. These are the, the very people that have been hoodwinked over the last 18 months doing exactly what the BBC said. Why? Because they watch it. They love it. The BBC is trustworthy. I don't think enough people would do it. I don't I do. I think a lot I'm of I'm not people... saying that it wouldn't change. I'm not saying that the BBC may, may not even shrink as an organisation. Oh, it would hang around. There'd be enough people to keep it going, but it would have to shrink significantly because lots of people would just be, just be watching Netflix, just be watching Sky, just be watching something else, Al Jazeera. But we already know that the BBC has been responsible for keeping this fear going with so many people over the last 18 months. I'm, I, mean, I, I suppose it's difficult. We've got other countries that have been in similar situations to us that don't have the BBC. So you can't just say that it's, it's because we have this coerced media organisation in the, in the, you know, at the hand of the government because they don't have that in, uh, in the US. But then again, 
you quoted that stat, only 50% of people have been vaxxed over in the States. Whereas over here, again, I, I'm still skeptical. I must admit, I'm skeptical of the numbers of people that have been vaccinated over here. I'm skeptical. I have been for a while. I think those numbers are as reliable as the case numbers and the death numbers. And I think they pump the numbers up in order to make it make people in each cohort of age feel like they're in the minority. And that that's how you get other people because you don't want people to feel... you want Sorry, in order to get people to do it, you want people to feel isolated. You want people to feel like they're on their own, that they're going against the crowd. So if you say 80% of people have got it, then you don't, you don't want to feel part of that minority. I think there's a certain minority, though, that like you or I, who like to be in there. Well, already used to it. I mean, it really, it really is helpful. I mean, don't don't you like that? We started this podcast, these conversations, talking about small state, no state, freedom, free enterprise. I listened. I listened to the first one the other day, and you identified yourself as a classical liberal. Yeah, I've been on a journey. Not as a not as a libertarian or a voluntarist. Yeah. But we would talk about tyranny. Mm. And then, you know, on our watch, the, 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 the biggest, you know, land grab from the state for the last however many decades. I mean, it's, it's fairly incomparable, even to wartime and stuff, isn't it? What, what's happened in the last 18 months? It didn't close the pubs during the war. No, exactly. Exactly. And so... We're there talking about tyranny and freedom, and then this, and then this happens. So we've got a lot of material. Are you, are you blaming us? Is that what you're saying? We, we've no. we need to do a podcast on something else so that these no. terrible things don't happen. No, I'm saying that if anything, it's probably caused our uh, subscribing base to grow, and not our wonderful content. I'd like to think that we would have grown a little bit anyway and, and gone past the kind of conspiracy theory numbers <laughs> if we'd have just been yeah, ranting as about... Because in the film, theory. conspiracy theory. Even if we'd just been carried on ranting about how bad communism is, isn't there? <laughs> yeah. But I think that there's a lot of people that have been... had their eyes opened. Again, I hope so. You, I really you, hope so. You know, you, you say before about, you know, if things get if things get bad, that it, it, you know, it, turns, it turns people... Um, I think a lot of that must have happened over the last year. I think so. I, I, I really think so. And I think some people are... I mean, even people... I mean, people like James Dellingpole and his following. You know, there must be people who... Because he was, a you know, a, 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 an out-and-out conservative for years. Yeah. He dropped off a cliff. Um, you know, he's seen... I don't think he's quite the libertarian that you or I are, but he's certainly... No, and not since he's kind of found God. Yeah, a lot of a lot. Of, I have noticed a lot of them have, have actually replaced religion, replaced um, the state with well, religion. Yeah, repl- yeah, replace replace the the, uh, the yeah. state religion with religion religion. Yeah, I've I've seen lots of people who've done that. Yeah, which is worrying itself. I think it's it's not good to rely on any fictional or mythical thing, is it? Um, rely on yourself and rely on the relationships you build with others like that seems very yeah, sound just, to me yeah and just just trust trust in your own judgment um, in your own abilities you know don't feel the need to be 
guided by any by by guided by anybody or anything you know work out work out your own morals for yourself and live by them would would be my argument for any for anybody regardless of yeah. of, of who you are one thing and, and think about these things really think about these things I can't, I can't i can't remember his name someone that um james interviewed the other day or rather had a conversation with on his podcast his pres- prescription was to to take things away from the state to 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 create those voluntary transactions we've talked about this before to to operate below the state and that and that was this guy's prescription which is well okay i don't care about all the god stuff but your your solution to this is is my solution to this which is we need to form the uh the relationships the trading relationships where we buy and sell stuff from each other where we you know we we get what we need whether that's educational healthcare or whatever okay I'm not sure about the roads in that situation but you get what I'm saying a, a way of a way of operating where you just try and operate with as little state as you possibly can that's got to be a good way forward regardless of any of this yeah absolutely become ungovernable If you've enjoyed this edition of Sounding Board, make sure you subscribe on your favourite podcast platform and visit soundingboard.com to see all our audio recordings, videos and blogs. We don't want your money, but you can support Sounding Board by giving us a great review and sharing us with the people you know. If you have an idea for a topic of conversation, why not join us in our Telegram channel at t.me forward slash soundingboard. See you next time.